Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for joining me on the Give and Go podcast. One week into the high school soccer season and a lot of surprises and some not surprises, things that we expected. But today I have a special guest, Junior, from Middletown North, Jamie Melanda. Jamie, thank you for taking time out this weekend um, to talk soccer with me. Thank you for having me. No problem. So, so, so far, how do you think, you know, Middletown North played two games? I know their opening day ended up getting canceled because of busing, I heard from Coach, right? Yeah. <laughs> Seems to be an issue throughout the whole, <laughs> whole state is having issues with busing. But uh, how do you think your team looks so far? Because you brought back a good portion of the team from last year. Yeah, um, I think so far we're doing pretty well. Um, a lot has changed from the season before. I think we're still trying to like figure a couple things out. But I think so far we've had a pretty good showing. And as long as we keep playing the way that we know how to play, like playing to our strengths, I think we'll have a really good season. Do you think it also helps, you know, because your freshman year um, – you had coach uh, Molly Tag, right? Was he coach? Yeah. And then you had, you know, coach Napoli, and you know, a little stability stability now because this is his second year. Because that was Molly's first year, so that's three coaches at Middletown North in three years. Do you think that kind of helped having him back for another, you know, second season, knowing his system too? Yeah, I definitely think that since he's not like, like if there's not a new coach coming in again, we have kind of he kind of knows what he wants to do with the program and he knows the players that he has so he kind of knows where he wants to put people and how he wants us to play and the benefit of bringing back so many players and not having a large senior class last year you know you, you, you're going to see improvements this year um all right let's start you know how old were you when you first started playing soccer i was three years old three years old that's the common age for soccer when <laughs> yeah. you're running when you run around in the little little pack following the yeah. ball what that was in Middletown did you did you grow up in Middletown yeah I started playing at um a youth league called like at St. Mary's when I was little okay. and then I moved to Middletown once I got older okay and you're currently with PDA North right yeah and coach coach O'Neill yeah okay we'll, we'll get into a little of that a little bit did you play any other sports um, I played basketball when I was in middle school for a little bit. And then when I was really young, I did gymnastics. So what was it about soccer that, you know, you went that direction? Well, my mom played soccer. When she was in like her whole life. She played soccer. And then once I started, I feel like that was kind of something that like really just I knew I wanted to do that. Like I like the other two, but I feel like that was the one that I was best at and the thing I understood the most. So I feel like that's kind of what made me want to play. That's the common answer. I was the one I, I was the best at, you know. Um, <laughs> now your mom having a soccer background, is she tougher on you or somebody you could go to if you think you had a bad game or is she, how is she? Um, she's definitely tough on me, but she's also, she knows what I'm like where I'm coming from when certain things happen. So she's kind of like there to like get me through things. Cause she understands like where I'm coming from. Do you have any siblings? I have an older sister. She's a senior this year. Senior this year, soccer player too. Yeah. Um, growing up where the battles pretty tough in the backyard. Yeah, they were. <laughs> um, now, you brought up, you know, your mom with the soccer, but how else have your parents, you know, helped you along your way? So when I was at Middletown, um, I think I was going into sixth grade. Um, my sister had moved to PDA the year before me. 
So when I was in sixth grade, I decided to go to like an invitational that they had. Um, so I knew that it was like going to be a lot for them once I started going there. Cause it's a 45 minute drive up to PDA North. Like it was going to be a lot of time taken out of it, but they've really like kind of done all that they can to get me to practice extra trainings, all that stuff just to help me get better. So, yeah, it's definitely different, you know, from when your mom played where it was basically just practices and some training on the side in your backyard. Now you, you kids are going all over, you know, for whatever sport it is to get additional training besides your, you know, your team training. Growing up, who was like a role model for you? Could well, be definitely, definitely my parents. And then um, I really looked up to Julie Ertz. Um, okay. He was kind of like, I always looked at her as like a powerhouse for the U.S. national team. She was always just getting into tackles and getting into the attack, doing all that she could to help them win. So I really looked up to her when I was little. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought her. Usually, you know, usually you get the Alex Morgan, um, Lindsey Horan now, and uh, Harley. But you know, Julie Ertz, I don't really hear a lot. And you know, she does all the little things out there, like you say, getting to the tackle and all that. That you know, it's so vital in soccer, you know, I know the goal scorers get all the glory, but it's yeah. everybody that does the little things that lets the goal scorer score. So when, so sixth grade is when you, you kind of made the transition to PDA. Yeah. Now I know um, probably Michael Neal wasn't your coach the whole time, right? Cause I know they switch, right? Yeah. So normally at PDA, they switch coaches every two years, but when I first went, I started off on our second team at PDA. So I was on um, PDA Lightning, and I started off with a different coach. And then my second year, we got a new coach, and I had him, and he completely changed, like, everything for our team. Uh, who was the second coach? Joshua Asif. He's mm -hmm. the um, head coach at Seton Hall now. How did he, you know, change your game or, you know, so, make you better? Yeah. When I first went to PDA, I was a forward. And then when he came, he switched me to center back. So I went from playing two completely different positions and I had no idea what I was doing, but he really like brought me through it and taught me the right way how to play that position. And I feel like he made me like more confident in how I played in the back because I didn't know what I was doing before then. And I had never thought of me like, playing a more defensive role but now that like he's taught me that and I've been playing now with my new team um it's something I'm more comfortable with and I feel a lot better about it and what kind of advantage is it you know you said he's at Seton Hall now and everybody know coach Neil at Rutgers is having you know coaches at that level you know being able to teach you as a you know as a teenager you know what, what kind of advantage does that give you um, I feel like it really helps you, like helps you because it makes you understand that they know what they're talking about and they know like the best situations to put you into to get you to the level that you want to go to. Okay. Let's switch over to high school for a little bit. Um, what goals did you set? For, actually, we're talking about position. Let me ask you this first. Where do you play in high school? Because, you know, a lot of times your high school coach has you in a different position than what you play. And usually yeah. it's usually it's the defensive backs on a club team that are playing midfield, 
Yeah. And up front, like, you know, Cassidy Corsione, mm-hmm. uh, Katie Coyle from Middletown South. She, she played on the back line for and played midfield for Middletown South. Mm-hmm. So where do you play for Middletown North? Mostly I'm playing attacking midfield, but sometimes he'll push me up and I'll play center forward, outside forward. And then sometimes more defensive games, I'll play maybe an outside back or a defensive mid just to kind of help like control our tempo and everything like that. Very good. So it's very good that, you know, you're well balanced, especially, you know, in colleges looking at, you know, that, you know, you have a little experience everywhere that can kind of, mm-hmm. you know, which, which is an advantage. So you're going into high school. What goals did you set for yourself that you wanted to achieve throughout your career? Um, I just wanted to be like a leader for everyone. Doesn't matter if it was for one person or if it was for the whole team. I knew going into it as a freshman, I wasn't really going to be like that big of an impact on certain people because a lot of them, almost all of them were older than me. Um, But going like through my years, I knew that if I kept continuing to grow in my position that I was playing, that I would be able to help the other people that maybe play my position and the people around me by like being a leader to show them like how we play and all that kind of stuff. Now your freshman year, you know, it could be nerve wracking your freshman year. Um, any upperclassmen that, you know, kind of helped you like if you questions or calm your nerves down. Cause I, I know freshman players get very nervous. Yeah. So I had one good friend. Her name is Caroline Mascone. Um, I knew her since I was little. So going into it and my friend Jordan Gavini going into it, I knew them already. So that kind of helped me like not feel as nervous. And your sister being a year older. Yeah. My sister definitely helped too. Cause she was kind of like, I knew what she had gone through her freshman year. So I knew that it was going to help me like go through mine. And then um, our goalie, Maura Chawner, she was a junior, I believe. Yes. Junior when I was a freshman. She was great. She would always help me calm my nerves down. She was telling me how to play that position because I didn't really know how to play midfield when I first went. Um, she was telling me what to do from the back, and I feel like that kind of helped me like calm down a lot. I didn't get to see your team during the regular season last year, but I got to see her play in the all-star game, the senior all-star game. And she was phenomenal in yeah. the all-star game. So, and um, where, where did she go to school? One of the, one of the Penn State. She's like, at satellites. Penn State Berks, yeah. Yes. Yes. And, you know, she had a remarkable game. I'm glad I got to see her at least, you know, playing that game because, um, the last time I, I saw Middletown North, she she wasn't a goalie, mm. if I remember correctly. Um, so, all right. Um, now, last year, your team kind of, you know, up and down year, you know, you're in A North, which is everybody knows. It's, you know, especially this year with the addition of St. John Vianney, mm. how hard A North is. But you, you, you got to the finals of the Shure Conference Coaches Tournament. Yeah. What did that mean? You know, first of all, are you a fan of that second tournament? Because I, I mean, I am as a soccer person because, you know, I wish basketball had something like that because nobody's going to beat St. John Vianney and RBC in basketball mm-hmm. gives, you know, other schools, you know, a chance to get some extra competitive games. And so were you a fan of that tournament? And what did it mean to actually, you know, making it to the finals? Unfortunately, Jackson defeated you, but, yeah. you know, just making it, you know, getting some little late season success. 
Yeah, I like I was a fan of it myself. Um, I knew a lot of the girls on the team at the time were as well. Um, I feel like going into it, we knew it kind of gave us like a, a second burst to kind of go through that and try and win it. Um, I feel like a lot of the girls didn't expect us to get as far as we did, but we did. And Jackson was a really tough game for us. We tied it and then went into overtime and then lost. So it was unfortunate, but we were proud of what we did. And then, you know, you, you were able to win the first round, you know, first Colt Snack, who's a tough team. You know, I, I went to a shootout, I think, right? Yeah, and we it, did. But what did that mean, you know, going into your junior season this year, what did it mean having that like late season success, you know, winning a state game, making it to the finals of the coaches tournament? What did it mean, you know, going into, you know, like the off season before the season started for the team? Um, I feel like a lot of the returning girls, obviously the freshmen didn't really know that much about it coming into it, but a lot of the returning girls, I feel like that was kind of a motivator to have us keep working throughout the summer practices, the summer workouts, all that kind of stuff to keep us working towards the same goal that we had last year. I, I like to ask this question to, you know, Tom's River kids, if there was only one Middletown school, how good if the, you know, if the town wasn't divided, how good would the Middletown be, this team be in the state of New Jersey? I think we'd be really good. Yeah. All the talent that both teams have, if the, we were just merged together, I think we'd be really good. Yeah. Um, I always, you know, I always said that the brick teams, Tom's River teams, Middletown, I've said it for a few years now because a couple of years ago, both Middletown North and South made it really far in states. And I said, wow, imagine if they were one team, they'd be the number one team in the state. So now going into your senior year next year, what goals do you have set, you know, for, well, actually even this year, it's so early, you know, what goals, you know, personal goals do you have and, you know, team goals do you have for this season? So one of my personal goals, um, I want to try and score one goal every game. Um, kind of one of myself on last year. <laughs> Um, and then team goals, I just want to like be a constant leader, kind of like be there for everyone on the team so that they can always have someone to talk to if they need to go to someone for literally anything, just be there and then bring us to however far we get this year. Wow. You're already at your halfway mark for goals last year. So only two games in. So, um, now, next year, obviously, you know, you're going to be you know, one of the senior leaders. Um, what is something you hope to pass down to the underclassmen? Um, probably, like, my work rate. I feel like if I show them how, like, if you continue to work and you continue to, like, put in as much as you can every game, whether it's five minutes or the whole game, like, it's going to make an impact on the team. How has Coach Napoli affected your game? I know, you know, you only played with him for, you know, one full season, but how has he affected your your, your game? Um, I feel like he's always, like, on me about the little stuff, which I feel like my freshman year I didn't really have that that much. Um, but, like, even last year and this year, even though it's early in the season this year, I feel like he's gotten on me about little things that normally other coaches wouldn't. And I feel like that kind of helps me like fix those little mistakes so that I can make my game better. Excellent. You ready for some rapid fire questions? Yeah. Okay. Your favorite movie. 
10 things I hate about you. I just watched that on demand last week. <laughs> that's shocking because that's a movie when I was young. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, favorite TV show? The Vampire Diaries. Okay. That might be the first time I got that. It's shocking how many Grey's Anatomy I get. Because that's another that's show. It's a good show, too. Yeah. <laughs> favorite food? Probably sushi. Okay. Favorite school subject? English. Something you enjoy to do in your free time when you're not playing soccer? Probably hang out with my friends or go to the beach. The common answer in the Jersey Shore. Go to the beach. <laughs> um, what is your go-to song when you're trying to get pumped up or motivated before a big game? Um, I don't think there's one specific song, but I feel like normally I listen to a lot of Drake. Okay. Last question for this. When your playing career is over, do you still want to be involved with soccer somehow, like coaching or training? Yeah, definitely. Okay, good. All right, let's talk Let's talk future. You know, you're a junior. You're starting the recruitment process because soccer has that odd rule. You can't really talk to coaches before the end of your sophomore year. What are some of the things you're looking at at colleges that, you know, you kind of – it interests you? Um, I don't want to go to a super huge school with like a really big program. I kind of want to keep it maybe medium size. I want to go to a school where I can go and make an impact, whether it's just as being a bench player or playing in the games itself. Obviously, I want to have time. As a freshman, I know that's not normally what happens. But I want to go somewhere where I can make an impact whether it's on myself or other people. That's great. Um, do you know what you want to study? Yeah, I think I want to do physical therapy. Physical therapy. Okay. So that answers my next question. That is, it's amazing how many players actually say that after an injury that they have too. Yeah. They, I had like, when I started doing this podcast three years ago, player, I was like, Oh, why that? And they were like, well, I got hurt. And it really, it really fascinated me and which is good, you know, and, and get to learn about, especially for athletes, you learn about how certain muscles work and all that stuff, which, you know, will be beneficial. Yeah. All right. This is my last question. What advice would you give your younger self? Um, probably just keep working towards your goals. There's going to be setbacks and there's going to be things that are going to get in the way and some things aren't going to go the way that you want them to. But if you just keep working and doing all that you can, then you'll eventually get to where you want to go. Actually, I have one more question. It's this World Cup style play. Are you a fan of that? I'm getting mixed reactions. I don't know. I, I like certain aspects of it. I like that they're like doing it by a group like that. But I feel like our bracket specifically is very difficult this year. Hang on. Pretty good teams. I'm but pulling I'm pulling your bracket up right now. Uh, RB, yes, yes. Yeah. That is yeah. the that is probably the toughest bracket. Yeah. Because um, you know, Manchester was just one game away from qualifying for the Shore Conference tournament last year. Mm -hmm. Um, your team, you know, the 
you know, bringing back the majority team, I would figure your team in a normal year would be right there, you know, on the borderline of qualifying, getting in and getting out, but being in the bracket with two top five teams. Yeah. And I feel bad for those two teams because you look at some of the other powerhouses, they don't really have that second second team in there that, you know, top five. Mm-hmm. So I could see that that is a very tough bracket. Yeah. <laughs> So, and you could just tell by the first game, Rick Memorial and RBC two to one. You know, mm-hmm. it's a close game. So, I think it's interesting. Um, you know, and what I like about the people who run soccer, they tweak every year, make trying to make the divisions a little fairer and stuff. So it's competitive for all teams, which not every sport does. Um, but so, see, the only way you you learn, you see how it works out, and then. Because it was based on your last three years' PowerPoints. And, mm-hmm. you know, really Middletown North didn't have deep runs and stuff like that. So, obviously, you were on the lower end. And then you got switched. Yeah. Then you got switched if you ended up in the same division, like in a division opponent. So, mm-hmm. but it, it's interesting. Um, and we'll see how, see how it plays out. So, yeah. But just got to play every game and so surprise somebody. Yeah. Hopefully. So. Jamie, thank you for taking time out. Thank you for being patient and waiting for me to get home. And um, good luck the rest of the season. I'll definitely – I was going to go to the Manchester game, but obviously that didn't happen. So do you know when that's rescheduled yet? I do not, know. Let's see. I'm seeing, I'm seeing what the Manchester coach – I want to say maybe the 30th. Yeah, Nap hasn't said anything to us yet. But hopefully we'll know soon. Let's see. Hang on, not to get to tell you. September thirtieth, ten a.m. Okay, that's what um the Manchester coach texted me. So I'll have that on because that that's going to be a, that should be a very good game. Yeah. Um, so, but um, I give the advantage to always the A North teams because they play such a hard schedule. You come out very yeah. prepared. So, but good good luck out there. I'll see you on the field, and thank you for taking time out today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem.